Wow. And welcome to my world. (laughs) You know, so many things have gone on in the last few days that I felt like I really had to share. Um, (laughs) We live in a crazy time and and I just don't understand. And I'm hoping that I can get through this in, in a decent amount of time so that I'm not holding up your whole day while you're listening to this podcast. But first things first, what's in your cup? In my cup? Unfortunately, again, I don't seem to change teas too much. Um, This is from Blue Willow Tea and it's the Honey Black. Um, The good news is for other tea vendors, um, I'm running out of it. So I'll soon be drinking other tea. But actually, yesterday I I drank um, Inca's Black Tea, which is made with purple corn. And that's pretty amazing too. But I am really, really, really fond of Blue Willow's Honey Black right now. And I just really found out that they have a new Honey Black with Rose in it. So um, I'll probably be getting like a little sample of that to try it out. I'm not a big, um, what do I want to say, like flowery scented or floral scented teas. But Rose is sometimes very good for your body and it might be very interesting. Then another thing I did is um, I accidentally mixed two teas together um, the other day at work, and it wasn't too bad, but I'm not gonna tell you about it because I don't want you to steal my idea. Maybe this will become a new tea because I always wonder, you know, if I would ever sell tea, what would I sell? Because there's just um, so many teas out there. Like, does the world really need another tea? And Sips By sent me a couple teas in the mail. And those, I was really surprised that I haven't tried them yet. But they are, um, how do I say, powdery. And they actually went to my neighbor's address. And she's a pharmacist. And I'm not sure whether she opened them or not. But when he brought the box over, the box was open. And he declared to me that they were teas. And I thanked him. And I was like, thank you. And as I shut the door, I wondered, well, what else would they have been? So I'm wondering if maybe she examined them a little bit. I don't know. It was kind of funny. Um, But that brings me to my first story. Um, A man in a town close to me had ordered some drugs online. And I think it was something like 7,127 pills. And they were being delivered to his home and they were confiscated by the DTF. And there was this big drug raid on these drugs. And guess what the drugs ended up being? I don't know if you heard this story about it. It's really a true story. A man in Florissant spent, I don't know how much money. I, I, I think it's something like close to a million dollars. And first of all, what are you doing in Florissant with a million dollars buying drugs offline? And then I thought, well, actually, I was listening to the newscast and um, the, the female announcer said that he was filling a need. <laughs> but I later found out that the brand name of this drug has actually, the patent has worn out. So now copies um, can be made of it. So the drug that he purchased was Viagra. <laughs> and I don't think that's an illegal substance to buy or have shipped. So I'm sure that the DTF wasted a lot of their time and efforts in figuring out what these drugs were and I forget what they were labeled something pizza 
I can't remember if I look it up real fast, I might be able to find it. But uh, yeah, so that's like story number one. Story number two, around my area, we're having a ton of car thefts. Um, basically, we're the people are making it like so easy, they might as well just like give their car keys to the car thieves as they're walking into the store. You know, like put them on a little tag or a little Ziploc and just say, you know, hey, here, take my car. Because people are leaving their cars running open, obviously with the keys in it, and going inside stores. They're leaving them at the pump. They are leaving them at a dealership. They are leaving them at a drugstore, at a grocery store, at a department store. Um, What is wrong with people? Um... I live in a rural area and I went to the get um, fuel the other day and you know how long it takes you to get fuel, right? So I, I didn't even have to fill up all the way. The guy next to me left his car on and running and at the pump and went into the store. Two people pulled up, left their cars on open and running and I know that they were open because I saw them come back out and they did not use their keys or their fob to get back in their car. They just opened the car door and got in. And these cars were not new model cars, so they did not have the electronic or the, you know, I'm standing next to you, you will open um, function. And I'm like, where are, and then people complain their cars are getting stolen. Why aren't the police doing enough? And I think, why aren't you helping the police? Why are you making it so easy for people to take your cars? And I get it that it's stealing, but I don't think it's breaking in. And I'll say this a hundred times, it's letting them in. So don't tell me somebody broke in your car when it was open, it was a let in. And people will leave the dumbest things in their open cars in their driveway all night long. Guns, wallets, purses, your door opener, You're lucky somebody didn't come into your home in the middle of the night and stab you to death. What are people thinking? Like I said, I live in a rural area. I live in a very small development. We all know each other up here. My car goes in my garage and it's locked. Maybe it has to do with the line of work I'm in. I'm always thinking about, you know, what would somebody do? But... I don't, I don't get it. So then they were talking about this on a local news channel and the female that's on this thing, the guy asks her, Hey, do you ever leave your car running? And she was like, well, yeah. You know, when I go to the local gas station, I pull it up to the door and I go in and he like scolded her online and she just simply didn't get it. Her response was, it's not easy to get in and out of the gas station. You know what? So you don't think that by the time you jump out of your car, turn your back, go inside. Somebody can't jump inside your car and be out because they're not worried about stop signs or stop lights or somebody coming. They're worried about getting out of there and getting to the highway. So it's just, um, I don't get it. I don't get it all. I don't get the thought pattern. You tell me what you think. You know, like some people will tell me that they shouldn't have to lock up their property. They shouldn't have to bring their bike in from the front porch because it's their property and they shouldn't have to do that. I get it. Those days are long gone though. You know, 
then if that's the case, when you go on vacation, why don't you just take all your belongings and put them out on the front lawn? You don't do that. You protect your home, you get cameras, you have a security system, you lock your doors. Your car is just an extension of your home and you leave it open and then you cry because your car gets stolen. And especially now when, you know, depending on what area you live in, you've got 10 to 20 cars being stolen in a night. Please, people, if you can hear my voice, lock your cars, lock them in your driveway, lock them in your garage, lock them when you go into the garage, or make yourself a second set of keys if you want to leave your car running and go into the store. That way you can lock your car and still at least make somebody work for it. Because I guarantee if somebody's going to break into my house or my car, they're going to work for it. It is definitely going to be a break-in. But that leads me to story number three this week in my area. So then something that I learned. So this has to do with a stolen vehicle and a hearst, but really not a hearst. See, I didn't know this. When you pass away and the um, funeral home comes to get you, they don't come to get you in a hearst. I didn't know that. Basically, they come to get you in, it's like a utility van and generally it's unmarked. This one did have some marks on it, but it was not, um, it was like an initial and some, you know, calligraphy stuff around it. So they, um, they pick up this body and the guy who picked it up went to the gas station and you guessed it, left it running with the keys in. And a couple of people, took the took it and I think it was over 24 hours before they retrieved the vehicle and nothing's really being said about the body but I'm pretty sure the body would be in there and a local um what do I want to say he's a local officer he's very um well known in the community kind of went off on a rant on Facebook about how people were mocking and laughing you know that somebody stole a hearst well first of all, get the story right. They really didn't steal a hearst. I would think that somebody, I can't see somebody stealing a hearst. Okay. I just don't. It would have to be extremely desperate and extremely of low character to steal a hearst. What they stole was a utility vehicle. They probably thought it was somebody's construction vehicle. They probably thought that in the back of that thing was a ton of tools and they were going to be able to resell them and get lots of money. I can't imagine their faces when they opened the back of that utility vehicle. I just can't even imagine it. I don't even find it funny. I just find it like tragic. But they didn't know they were stealing a body. They didn't know that they were stealing a um, funeral home's utility vehicle. I've lived on this land a long time. I've had a lot of family members pass away. I did not know that they were picked up in utility vehicles. News to me. So, you know, the officer kind of got went off on people. Well, yeah, sure. I could see if somebody stole a hearse that that would be kind of humorous to some people. Not humorous to the family, of course, because their loved one has been who knows where and what. Um, I think we can say goodbye to that funeral home because that lawsuit's going to be extensive. 
I don't know how how you could even come back from that. I'm sure the person driving the utility vehicle is now unemployed, unless he was the family member, and then he'll probably still be unemployed. But yeah, unbelievable. So those are my stories from my town tonight. I uh, <laughs> I just had to share them with you. You know, sometimes, I don't know, maybe I'll start doing tales from the town. I don't know. I thought about sharing tales from the jail, but uh, I don't think that I can do that and protect people's privacy at the same time. So that won't happen until much, 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 much later. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, the crazy things are happening in our world. And uh, yeah, so you guys... Get out there and be kind. It's snowing here. Go shovel somebody's driveway. Go be nice. Um, It'll make you feel better. And just like I was telling a friend who's down and and feeling, you know, kind of a little bit desperate right now, find somebody who's more desperate. Do something nice. Pay for somebody's meal. Send somebody flowers. What, tomorrow's Valentine's Day? It doesn't mean you have to fall in love and marry somebody. Do something kind send somebody flowers. doesn't even have to be an occasion. Go get a rose and give it to someone in the parking lot. Just do something nice for somebody. The way that you're going to feel after doing something for someone else is going to be amazing. All right, so I've talked your head off too much. Take care of yourself. Get out there and be kind and have a great day. Happy Valentine's Day. Bye-bye.